my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me a hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! If you've dreamed of becoming a professional wrestler, it's time to make that dream a reality. The Stride Pro Wrestling Training Academy is now enrolling new students. Classes meet on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. for just $60 per month. Be sure to check out the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page at facebook.com slash stridepro-wrestling and get enrolled now. Hey friends, it is episode 368 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. And my guest this week is Stride Pro Wrestling super fan. I, Hunter, I guess you don't mind that moniker, uh, Hunter Woodworth. Uh, do you mind me calling you the Stride super fan? Because I feel like you know, if there's one fan that I associate with Stride, it's it's you and Denny. And uh, ironically enough, are are two of those are very involved in the toy drive that we'll talk about in just a few minutes, but how do you feel about stride super fan? Oh, I, uh, I love that moniker. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, feel like I'm the most involved member in, in the crowd. Yeah. To be honest. And honestly, I feel like I deserve that moniker. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Well, I, I always say it and then I'm like, I, I've never asked him how he feels about that. And, of course, your mom, Jamie, and your sister uh, always come into yeah. shows. And then uh, you bring Tyler Adams, who we'll talk about a little bit more, too, on, on this episode. Uh, and, and speaking of shows, the next one is coming up on December 11th. You've been on the, the podcast before, Hunter. What what moment, when did you get into wrestling? Because you are, uh, you're, you know, young enough to be one of my kids. So, obviously, you didn't grow up. Uh, at the same time, and, and a lot of my co-hosts, we grew up in the 80s and, and in the 90s, and we're watching the Attitude Era and uh, yeah. the Golden Era and all that, but when did you become a, a wrestling fan? Oh, probably 2011-ish, like okay. Cena. Uh, dude, I think that's the first one, first show I remember, honestly. Like, um... I've been a fan since I was a kid, of course, you know. Yeah. My mom always watched it. But the first, like, episode of Raw I ever remember watching was Raw 2000, I think it was. That uh, big show they oh. had. For, you know what I mean? Out you know of, what I'm talking the about? One, the one that was in St. Louis? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I didn't go to it, but I watched it on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, obviously then you became a wrestling fan in an era where they're really, you know, and I'm not discrediting TNA or Impact Wrestling, but or Ring of Honor for that matter, but there really wasn't that viable 
kind of in-your-face competitor like WCW was or ECW even back in the day. So now, fast forward to 2021 and even, you know, a couple of years ago, AEW enters the, the scene. And, you know, while there can be some argument on whether or not it's obviously not like the war was back in 1996 and 97 and 98, but it is definitely renewed the interest of a lot of wrestling fans. And you mentioned CM Punk a, a minute ago. He's back into the scene of, of things. So I know you are a big fan of AEW as well. So what has has having that competition once again, and for you now, really the first time of seeing something like that, what's that been like as a, as a wrestling fan who kind of grew up on WWE, but now there's a little bit more out there to, to sample. Yeah. I, uh, um, give me a second. I think how I'm going to word this cause you know, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like competition for, you know, wrestling promotions. Um, and I think competition's great, but I think WWE is really dropping the ball. Uh, with against AEW in competition. I know they don't think it's competition or whatever, but I haven't watched AWE in like three, four months because uh, I just can't stand it. <laughs> you're, so you know? you're not watching at all? Uh, I may check out like the pay-per-views or something, uh-huh. uh, but besides that, I don't watch any clips on YouTube of AWE. Or don't watch any of the shows. I uh, I I did watch like thirty minutes of SmackDown two weeks ago, and <laughs> I think I saw two minutes of actual wrestling in thirty minutes. And it was always like someone comes out to the ring, then they cut to commercial, then it cuts to a video package, and then maybe another commercial, and then it shows the person in the ring. So are the you? Pacing, you're not you're not as much into the entertainment side of things of of sports entertainment then is that fair to say yeah i i mean i love good story stories you know mm-hmm. uh, i just hate the pacing of wwe shows uh because you know as i said it's uh just it's um entrance uh, commercial video package shows the person again. It's the pacing's awful, in my opinion. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, AEW, uh, I-, I feel like most of the time the pacing is pretty good. Uh, yeah. There are, of course, some times when you know not <laughs> right no there's no perfect uh probably perfect promotion or perfect company out there i i'm interested too kind of because you know I, like i said i grew up watching wwe wwf back then and then there were all kinds of other yeah. you know jim crockett promotions and the awa and world class there were all these other promotions that were out there but obviously you know, 30 years later, 40 years later, the WWE is still here. And so I think a lot of people my age and in a little older and in a little younger, we grew up in, you know, because I've seen criticism that WWE's audience is old or is older. And I think that's yeah. part of the reason why is because we grew up on this and we've never, le- you know, I think some folks at some point in their life, because 
you know, the guys that I hung out with as a kid and, and went to shows with and, and watched wrestling with, they don't watch it anymore. So some people do kind of quote unquote grow out of watching wrestling. But I think a lot of us, um, you know, the Chad Smarts of the world and, and my buddy Travis, you know, we, we all kind of grew up watching this and we've stayed with it. And I wonder if that's going to be this next generation of, of AEW fans, you know, because obviously right now we're what, two years, maybe three years into the AEW promotion. And I'll be curious to see in 10 years, in 20 years, you know, where the fan base is and, and what they're doing and, and, and what's going on with it. Because right now they are giving fans seemingly giving fans what they want to see. Um, at least yeah. that, that fan base. And, and I, I do think that, no matter what it, whether it's uh, uh, watching WWE or watching AEW or, or watching football or a movie or whatever it is, the way we consume entertainment these days is vastly different than it was even five years ago. But even when you know, like I said, when I was a kid, you know, we got in the in the beginning there were no pay per views when I first started watching wrestling, and then we got one with Starcade, and then. WrestleMania enters the mix, and then yeah. they start peppering them in. But now, with WWE, it's every month. AEW, I do like the idea behind them doing four pay-per-views a year. Or, you know, they're keeping it yeah. restricted. However, this is my one, maybe, criticism of AEW. Their roster is becoming so inflated. And, yeah, I guess if you're watching all the the YouTube and the streaming opportunities, I guess everybody's getting an opportunity, and I, I don't watch it on a regular enough basis, but do you feel like there's too much talent there that maybe isn't being spotlighted uh, either on Rampage or Dynamite, and, and not everybody has the access or the opportunity to, to consume this on an online platform? Yeah, I, uh, I do think there is too much talent in AEW right now. Uh, there's just so many guys that can't make it on Dynamite and Rampage, as you said, that will just be on YouTube with a dark and dark elevation. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, there's, you know, it, I, with WWE cutting folks and then Ring of Honor uh, apparently going out of business, you know, there's so much talent out there. There's probably more talent out there now than there has ever been um, in wrestling. And, and, you know, like I said, when I grew up in the 80s, we had multiple uh, opportunities to watch wrestling. And I feel like right now, you know, I I don't know if it's because there's too much with WWE, you know, as as far as programming goes with three hours of Raw and two hours of SmackDown and two hours of NXT and then the the monthly uh, specials on the network or on Peacock. Um, Yeah it gets it gets very time consuming and you know and like i said as that fan base gets older you know i have a wife and kids and a job and dogs to take care of and and friends to see and and things to do so i i just think that really a lot of you know because people say wrestling isn't what it used to be or it's it, it's it, I don't think anything is is the way it used to be, and 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 there are there is an evolution, and and I do think some some of the criticism with WWE is the audience of one being Vince McMahon, and he's seventy five or seventy six years old now, so obviously his his grasp of what may be uh, appealing to an eighteen year old like yourself is not going to be the same thing that he thinks is, or you know he's catering to the nearly fifty year old like me. I I don't know, but uh, yeah. you know. 
I do think that that AEW, uh, and I do like to bust balls about AEW with some of my friends, and and you being one of them, and and the yeah. chats that we do and whatnot. But I do like the fact that there is a viable alternative. Um, and you know, I don't think AEW wants to put WWE out of business by any means. And I I like the fact that they have kind of the even keel as far as you know, being on a major network and, and, you know, with impact, one of the big complaints with them is they're always on channels that you, maybe not all providers have. So you don't get to see them as as often, but also the other thing is the internet is out there and uh, you are able to find and and see so much. And I, I know that you and your family are big fans of independent wrestling too, which is obviously what brought you into being the stride super fan. But you you were watching shows and traveling around Southern Illinois and going to different events, and I know you've been up to see uh, uh, Herb uh, Herb Simmons and and what he's doing uh, with SICW as well. So, um, you know, what is it about wrestling on that level? You know, because obviously you've got the John Cena's and the CM Punks and the Roman Reigns of the world, but then you've got you know the Heath Hattons and the Roger Mathises and and uh, Axe Allworts of the world as well. So what is it about the indie stuff that, that appeals to you? Well, uh, first of all, it's an escape, you know, Mm -hmm. like you go to a wrestling show. If you don't know any of the guys, you can still, um, find entertainment in the matches and not have to think about the real world, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, more with like a stride and you know the companies in southern illinois is i i feel like i know a decent amount of the guys that wrestle like on a personal level Mm -hmm. and uh, i I would go as far to call you know some of the wrestlers i watch at stride friends yeah uh, except he's had and that guy sucks (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and it's just it's fun to watch your friends have fun you know right yeah yeah that's well said that that you know because that was you know when i was a kid there was no quote-unquote indie wrestling it was all territorial still you know you had central states or mid-south or memphis um, and some yeah. of them made it on TV and some of them didn't. And some of them would tour a little bit and, and, and come to the St. Louis area where I grew up and we would go and, and see some of those shows. But it really wasn't until I was an adult that, uh, you know, I kind of saw indie wrestling and, and, and went to these shows. And, you know, Chikara Pro, for example, I remember that experience and the wrestlers coming out at intermission and meeting fans and signing autographs and taking pictures and, you know, some of them, yeah, they were charging for these activities, but uh, others were just doing it. And, and you kind of become, and now in the world of social media, you're following each other and you're, you know, you're able to communicate and chat and and it really has, you know, social media for as many things as wrong with it. I think that's been one of the great things for wrestling fans is having that opportunity uh, when doing it in a constructive way, you're able to communicate and, uh, even branch out and, and be, you know, communicative and, and, or communicating with and, and, and becoming friends. 
where you wouldn't be able to necessarily go to a WWE show and uh, you know chat with Roman Reigns or Randy Orton or or Matt Riddle. So I, I yeah. do like that side of indie wrestling where. Uh, you know, and and we get to become, you know, and I say we as in as part of of the show, get to meet and and talk with fans. You know, this podcast is is happening today because you're a fan, and we met, gosh, almost six years ago now at at a Stride oh, show. Been that long? Yeah, it'll be well. Stride started six years ago. It'll be in Mar- in March uh, of 2022. Wow. So, <laughs> w- when did you guys start coming to Stride? Uh, I don't know the exact like dates, but I know the main events of the show. It was uh, uh, Jerry Travelstead and Tony Flood uh, in a ladder match for I think it was the vacant oh, like, okay. legacy title. Yeah, that was the first uh, legacy championship uh, determination. That was the show in Pinckneyville, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, those those road shows. Yeah, they. Um, they can be a lot of fun as well, and that's and that's the good thing too with with Stride is being able to travel and and do uh, some shows. I know that your mom has hosted some fundraisers uh, up in yeah. your area as well. What what do you know? Like I said, when I was a kid, there was a small group of us that were wrestling fans, and it, a lot of people. You know, this was the eighties. Um, you know, you know it's fake, and and they make fun of it, and they laugh about it or whatever, but. You know, our yeah. our kids these days. You know how are how are because wrestling is is seemingly more popular now than it's ever been with TV and and all the action figures and everything that that goes on kind of associated with it in pop and pop culture and you know you see The Rock and John Cena and Batista and all these movies and on TV shows and stuff. So is wrestling still kind of taboo? Do you talk about it with people who aren't necessarily fans? Uh, well. Um, see, I, uh, had a single friend in my school that actually watched wrestling, Mm -hmm. and so me and him would talk about it all of the time. This was probably five years ago. Uh Um, but besides that one friend, I would just, uh, like, show another friend who doesn't know anything about wrestling like the young bucks doing a canadian destroyer off a ladder through tables on on the lucha bros for example uh i would show that to uh one of my friends and they would just go oh cool or something like that or you know react to the way of mark wood yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh no one really uh is a jerk about you know, anyone liking wrestling anymore. Uh, it's all just like, okay, cool. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there are so many different uh, things out there uh, to become a fan of or, or have that big fandom for, whether it's uh, wrestling or, you know, anime, yeah, uh, football, cartoon, whatever it is, I, I, I feel like there's always kind of, especially with the internet now, there's always, you can always, even if you're not uh, maybe face-to-face or in-person friends, you can kind of build that community around you as well and and, and find friendship that way, um, which kind of takes me into uh, what I feel like w- the one thing 
not the one thing, but one of the best things about being a part of, of Stride and, uh, and doing independent wrestling is the opportunity to reach out and, and help others. And, you know, we mentioned your mom and the fundraisers that she's helped to organize um, for the company that she works with. And, you know, we've done countless shows at schools. We mentioned the Pinckneyville show with, with Jerry Travelstead. You know, all these fundraisers and, and Stride, I, to date, has raised more than $100,000 um, for different schools, church groups, um, yeah. you know, community organizations, uh, firehouse or, you know, victims of fires and, and, and storm damage and, and whatever the case may be. Um, and four years ago now, or this is the fourth annual, uh, my one, two, three cents stride pro wrestling action figure drive, which I completely ripped off of the major wrestling figure podcast with <laughs> Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, uh, formerly known as Zach Ryder and, and Kurt Hawkins. They started this, uh, uh, drive and I did it the same year. I, I kind of went to Tyler uh, Heath Hatton and, and asked him if we could do it with Stride. And, of course, he said yes. And uh, the idea is to get fans to bring wrestling action figures, um, send them to me. I can meet you somewhere. And, and we're talking about it this week because this is it. As this show drops, we will be one week removed from the uh the deadline of, of when the toys need to be turned in. So we're hoping to kind of generate some interest here and, and get some folks to donate. I've had people uh, reach out to me that are, are mailing things. I've got some cash in hand that I'm going to go shopping and, and pick up some more action figures. But uh, I wanted you on the show this week because, one, you and your family have always donated and, and, and contributed to it. But this year, you've actually decided to go a, a little bit above and beyond and put your hair on the line. And if we collect the two, my goal has always been 250 figures and we've never made it. I feel like yeah. this is the year to do it. And your hair on the line is, is the added incentive. So tell me why you decided to put your hair on the line uh, for this. And if you don't know Hunter, uh, you know, he's got a, a head of, uh, very curly, very thick hair. And uh, amazing hair, amazing hair. And, and you have shaved your head before, and it's come back, and it's been, uh, you know, even thicker and probably more uh, uh, luxurious. I don't know if that's the right word, yeah. but uh, it's it's always come back, and and so you've decided though that you're gonna to help the cause, and and tell me a little bit about the motivation for that. Well, so in the end of 2019, I decided to myself. I'm just going to grow my hair out until the end of 2020 and then shave it bald and donate it. And, uh, and then at the end of 2020, I was like, oh, man, I really like my hair this long. I'm going <laughs> to keep it for another year. <laughs> and then, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was like, man, this hair is becoming a pain in my butt. Yeah. <laughs> and just kind of want to get rid of it. And um, if... You know, shaving my head bald uh, can help kids get more toys for Christmas and help a kid get my amazing hair because I'm going to donate it. Uh, then I don't see anything wrong with doing that. You know? Yeah. It, it's a win-win situation. It really is. And that, you know, I want to talk a little bit about that too because, you know, not only... Um, are, are we helping local kids, five counties here in Southern Illinois will receive the toys, uh, the wrestling figures and, and, and things that are going to be donated. Um, it stays right here in Southern Illinois. So if you're listening, if you're from Southern Illinois, uh, 
there's still time to donate. We're going to be collecting again on December 11th. That is this Saturday um, at the Stride Show. If you're not able to make the show, though, reach out to me. Like I said, last year, um, every year, actually, I, I've driven around. I've met folks. I've picked up toys. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that this year the deadline is a week later than it was last year. So it is actually going to fall after our, our next Stride Show. And I know that Denny Howell... Uh, who is uh, also, like I said, that Stride super fan. He has donated a lot of toys, Tyler Adams. Between the two of them, we had 50 toys on night one uh, of this drive. And we are we are into the 70s now as far as that goes. So we're still uh, a ways to go. But like I said, I have um, some, some cash donations that, that folks have given me. Uh, I know that you and your family have some toys to give. And I know that there have been people that have reached out to me that are going to be at the show this Saturday night that are bringing stuff as well. So uh, again, I would encourage you to, if you're thinking about giving to someone and, you know, there are small things at uh, five below that are five bucks. Uh, you can pick up uh, a lot of the basic figures at, uh, Walmart right now are $9.99. So for $10, you can make a difference. And I, you know, Hunter, I've told the story before. And I was older uh, when wrestling action figures actually started coming out. I was in junior high. But I still remember that excitement of waking up on Christmas morning and, and having uh, a few of the LJN action figures under the tree um, and able yeah. to, to have and whatnot. So talk to me about that as, as a kid because, you know, you grew up kind of in that golden era of, of action figures being available. Did you collect the wrestling figures when you were a kid? And, and what did that mean to you as a kid getting those? Well, I, uh, I never really uh, collected or really asked for action figures mm -hmm. when I was younger. Uh, but there was this one year for Christmas where I got like a play set with, I think, John Cena in it. And it had like a spotlight that he could crash through because oh. I think that was a spot that happened. Yes. And some pay-per-view. Yeah, it happened at uh, WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania, the... Uh... WrestleMania 25, I believe, when he wrestled Edge in the Big Show for the championship. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I got that uh, little playset for it, and I adored that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I had so much fun with it, you know? And I want, uh, you know, as many kids as possible to be able to have that same excitement as I had to, you know, have that excitement this year. Yeah, that 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 is really. I mean, you know, there's there's hundreds, thousands, probably of, of great causes, of worthy causes, and especially around the holiday season, and and people are asking for money and and donations, and and you're buying for your own family and friends and whatnot. And you know, again, I just I hope that just one toy, uh, if you're able to to swing that and and pick one up and and make a donation. Uh, it'll make all the difference in the world. And I know, Hunter, you're up in the Jefferson County area, so maybe if some of your friends are listening to this or family members are listening to this and they want to donate, uh, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot and, and designate you as the guy that's going to, 
even though your hair yeah. is on the line, I know that you'll do the right thing and bring those toys down. Uh, if if oh, folks yeah. are, are willing to donate and, and meet with you before uh, you guys come down for the show on Saturday night, December 11th, uh, we'll add it to the mix. And, and we're really, uh, I'm really excited this year about the drive. I, I always am, but this year is different, not only because of, of you uh, and your willingness to, to put your hair on the line, but the fact that uh, we are able to have shows and, and people and, and you know, last year kind of sucked as far as COVID goes and, and shows were kind of limited and, and we, I, I, I just felt like we didn't get the same buzz as we got last year with it as, as we had in the, in the previous two drives. So uh, year four is going to be amazing. I'm excited about it. Is, is there anything else you'd like to say as we kind of start winding down this week's episode? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I want to say, so you said we're at like the seventies with the amount of toys, right? Yes, sir. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's no way that we're hitting <laughs> that goal. No way. Hunter says no uh, way. I, I know. I, like I said, I know, I know of at least four people who are bringing t- more toys or bringing yeah. toys to the show on, on Saturday. And I have cash. I talked to a buddy of mine, actually Chad, who is, is sending some toys from California. So uh, I, I'm I'm not so confident that you're not going to walk out um, of our January show uh, a little lightheaded, if you will. Well, I just, you know, wrestling fans can be the worst sometimes. <laughs> uh, just have no faith in anyone, especially Denny. Man, that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get him fired up. Denny's gonna buy 250 toys himself if if you keep that up. Well, I mean, if he does do that, then I may change my opinion and say <laughs> he doesn't suck as much. There you go. There you go. Well, Hunter, again, I I really do appreciate uh, you making this offer and your support of not just uh, Stride Pro Wrestling, but also the podcast and and the My One Two Three Cents brand through the years as well. I know that. Uh, uh, you are are one of those consistent listeners and followers, and and I I, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, your podcast was my number one most listened to podcast on my Spotify Wrapped thing. That's awesome. So. <laughs> I, I I really do appreciate it, and uh, tell your family I said hello, and I know that we will see all of you on Saturday night, December eleventh, and I hope that you listeners also. Uh, Maybe got a little inspired, maybe got a little encouraged, or maybe remember the joy you had on Christmas morning uh, or on your birthday when you woke up and opened up that new wrestling figure, that hot item that was that was out on the shelf that uh, your family or that uh, your friends or whomever was able to provide that for you. Uh, we want to make that same feeling happen for kids here, right here in Southern Illinois. Hunter, I'm going to give you the last word. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I just want to say wrestling fans suck and there's no way we're getting 250 toys. (laughs) All right. Well, I said I'd give him the last word. I will amend that a little bit and say you don't suck and I want you to help us out. Uh, I appreciate it, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and we'll talk again soon. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.